Water. Earth. Fire. Air. Long ago, the four channels lived together in harmony. Then, everything changed when the streamers attacked. Only the podcasters, masters of all internet entertainment, could stop them, just like our non-existent sponsors. But when the world needed them the most, they vanished. A hundred years have passed since we have done Gravity Falls, and Raul and I have discovered a new show about an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are childish and mildly annoying, he still has a lot to learn before he inspires any show. But I believe Aang can save our franchise. Welcome back, guys, to... My cabbages! And yes. today we have a very, very special episode. Raul? A really good one. The one that told the, the episode that told me, okay, I'm gonna keep watching this show. Season one, episode twelve, The Storm. Of course. <laughs> ah. This is a big, big episode because this fills in some backstory to our main hero and our yes. main villain. The classic, uh, uh, what was the name of that screenwriter? The thing of like um, Jason Campbell. The classic, the classic Campbell thing of like uh, knowing your hero and your villain in that part uh, of the story. The hero's journey. The hero's journey. And it's also they always related because of something that they did. And they always share some similarity. That's a really cool thing. Always show is doing storytelling. I really like that. How the protagonist and antagonist are just two sides of the same coin. Yes. 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 And this was it aired on June 3rd, 2005, written by Aaron Ehaz, directed by Lauren McMullen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this really showed Aaron Ehaz's ability as a writer. Mm-hmm. Not a felony, just throwing shade. Oh, shut up. He <laughs> barely, he, if you're referring to Dave Filoni in Avatar, he was barely involved. <laughs> That's a, that's a Lord of the Rings joke, if you guys didn't catch that. <laughs> anyway, the whole plot of this is that there is a literal and figurative storm. Mm-hmm. and Or a figurative and literal storm that happens. Mm-hmm. But it's always coming back to Aang's nightmares. So mm-hmm. it starts with a dream, and Aang is flying on Appa. And everything is like in this sepia tone, golden haze. And then we see Sokka on Aang's glider next to him and then the funniest image which was katara on a giant momo sized uh, yes on a giant momo i really and then you just hear momo. you hear we need you ang and then why do you leave Aang? why are you run away <laughs> basically because then it turns dark and everything and then He's like, guys, where are you? But then Gyatso appears in front of him in the lotus position. And he goes, why did you disappear? I didn't mean to. And then he gets Infinity Ward. Yes! And then it goes back to the, ah! Aang and Appa going into the water. And then Aang wakes up. And he's like, Bleh! And he wakes everybody up. And then he goes, it's just a nightmare. Sorry, guys. Sokka's like, all right, good. You don't need to tell me twice to go back to sleep. Katara's <laughs> just like, these have been happening much more rapidly. There's something you're not telling us. And he's like, yeah. Essentially. You, you yeah. From here? Especially because like, uh, it's pretty convenient. I was like, uh, oh, yeah, it's because the plot is telling me to reveal this. 
my secret, my biggest secret. And so, and it's like, um, um, it's just a bad dream. I was like, uh, uh, and then Katara was like, uh, well, do you want to tell me about it? I just need some rest. And so I was like, you want to hear about my dream? That's okay. I didn't want to talk about it anyway. And then we see Aang was like, uh, look at those clear skies. Should be smooth flying. But then Katara was like, well, we better start. We better smoothly fly, though, outside ourselves to a market because we're out of food. Saka, get away, guys. This reminds me of my dream. We shouldn't go to the market. And Katara was like, why? Because in my dream, the food is the people. It's like that nice green. Yeah, and also Momo could talk. You said very unkind things. (laughs) (laughs) And then we see... This is like the third or fourth time they run out of food, too. Yes. It's going to be kind of like a running thing, a running joke during the whole show. Yeah, it's like, really? You don't... I mean, granted, they're kids, but you should know to ration your food. Sam from Lord of the Rings has some extra bread in his pocket for emergency. Yes, because... They would need a Sam Gamgee. That would that would be pretty awesome too. Yes, that would, I would be pretty awesome. And so Sam, see, Sam's the best. Yeah, so we go back to uh, Suko and Iroh in their ship, and Iroh said, "There's a storm coming, a big one." And Suko's like, "You out of your mind, Uncle? The weather is perfect. That's no cloud in sight. A storm is approaching from the north. You mean?" As a nice storm, like in Game of Thrones, and then you see the fucking uh, the iron, not not the iron. What was the name of what was the name of the fucking leader? The zombies, the the ice zombies. You mean the leader of the White Walkers? Thank you, the White Walkers. You see the White Walkers destroying the wall. <laughs> and you're thinking of the Night King, is the, the Night leader. King? Thank you. I cannot believe that Game of Thrones ended like three years ago, and I already forgot so much of it. <laughs> well, can you really blame? <laughs> That's true. Uh, way to shit the bed on that one. <laughs> anyway, so sad. Anyway, they go to the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, no. Uh, Iroh goes, consider the safety of the crew. And Zuko goes, the safety of the crew doesn't matter. And he looks over to his lieutenant. The name, His name is Lieutenant G. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, finding the Avatar is far more important than any individual's safety. He walks away, and obviously the lieutenant is pissed, and mm-hmm. I was like, he doesn't mean that. He's just wound up, but yeah, no, he really does mean that. Mm-hmm. So then they go to the marketplace, and Katara's trying to get this watermelon thing from this lady who is just like, it's good. I'm telling you, it's perfect. She's just like, I don't know. I don't like the sound of that swishing. Swishing means it's ripe. It's the ripe juice is swishing around, eh? And then uh, Angus, I think it's true, Katara. Wishing me is ripe, though. And then Katara was like, I just realized we're out of money anyway. And the shopkeeper's like, oh, goddammit. And Sakura's like, well, what a fool, what a money, what we're we supposed to do. Katara, you get a job, smart guy. And I'll be like, um, Katara, you can work too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sakura would have done that. Well, it's weird that he didn't do that. And then, then we see a fisherman's wife. We shouldn't go out there. Please, the fish can wait. There's going to be a terrible storm. And the fisherman, you're crazy. Don't you see there's no clouds, no winds, nothing? It's like an L.A. perfect day. Quit nagging, woman. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just like, fine. 
I'll find a new fish hauler and pay him double what you get. How you like that? And Sokka just goes, I'll go. You are hired. <laughs> it's like, you said get a job. And he's paying double. Mm-hmm. Who told you that nonsense? And then it cuts back to Zuko. And then, yeah, you're starting to see the clouds are coming in. And the lieutenant's like, looks like your uncle was right after all. Lucky guess. He goes, Lieutenant, you better learn some respect. And he does, he jabs two fingers in his chest and he goes, or I will teach it to you. Mm-hmm. You will go to sleep or I will put you to sleep. <laughs> and he goes, what do you know about respect? And you see Iroh is just like, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. Mm-hmm. And like the, the hand of the throat, like, you know, cut it out. He says, the way you talk to everyone around here from your hard work and crew to your esteemed uncle shows you know nothing about respect. You don't care about anyone but yourself. Then again, what should I expect from a spoiled prince? You see Zuko is pretty pissed. Mm-hmm. And Iroh just goes, easy now. And then they have their wrists blocking the other's arms and you just see the smoke rising from it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, enough. We're all a bit tired from being at sea so long. I'm sure after a bowl of noodles, everyone will feel much better. And Zuko just goes, I don't need your help keeping order on my ship. But we know that crew would mutiny in a second. Mm-hmm. Because if you've ever... Uh, you, you need the respect of your crew, or they will throw you out. I've seen mutiny on the bounty, on the bounty which was a real story because that captain did not treat his crew well at all Mm -hmm. so they mutinied granted the captain managed to survive that but Mm -hmm. point still stands then it goes back to ang and the gang yes and so we see that ang was like saka this is this is not a good idea look at the sky and saka said well i said i was gonna do this job and it doesn't matter if it's still uh, some bad weather Fisherman's man, fisherman's wife was like, the boy with tattoos has some sense. You should listen to him. The boy with tattoos. Ah, Eric the tattoos. I'll be a hog monkey's uncle. You're the avatar, right? And Katara was like, that's right. Well, don't be so smiley about it. The avatar disappeared a hundred years ago. You turned your back on the world. Katara, don't yell at him. I never turned back on anyone. He wouldn't, huh? Then I guess I'm a, I'm, I wish I'd imagined a hundred years of war and suffering. And Katara Aang is the bravest person I know. He has done nothing but help people and save lives since I met him. Let's be see that Aang slowly is getting ashamed and he's grabbing his backpack. He's like, come on, right, Aang? And then, and then we see that Aang is still backing away. Come on, Aang, what's wrong? And we see... And we see that Aang goes flying with Appa God, with his glider. It was like, come on, keep flying. And Katara, you're a horrible old man. And Katara grabs um, uh, Appa. Yip, yip. And so Saka was like, well, they left without saying goodbye. Your friends are too polite. Well, let's, let's go. So we see Aang with Katara. I'm sorry for running away. It's okay. This is in the a cave, by the way. And they're in a cave. The fisherman, the fisherman was out of line. Actually, he wasn't. What do you mean? I don't want to talk about it. It has to do with your dream, doesn't it? Well, it's kind of like a long story. You're gonna try it's, to get a it's, little. It's lore heavy. I'm sorry about that guitar. It's really lore heavy. You will have to sit down. It's not but like they they get they a like little... did it in one line in the movie. What was the line <sighs> from the movie? I'll I'll tell you after we go <laughs> the, the story. Because now we get a very important story. Yes. 
It's about his dream. They get a nice fire going, and Aang starts. I'll never forget the day the monks told me I was the Avatar. I was playing with some other kids just outside of the south wall. I was trying to teach them how to do the air scooter, and we see everything was very peaceful. Now, there's a bunch of bald kids, and yeah, Aang teaches them how to do the air scooter, and obviously they don't get it at first, but it's okay. And he's like, you kind of have to balance on it like it's top. They're like, where'd you learn that, Aang? And he goes, I made it up. So Aang is the one that had the air scooter. Did you notice that he was also the only kid with the tattoos? Yes, now, I tattoos did. for airbending means that you're a master. So Aang must have been extraordinary from the beginning to become an airbending master at the age of 12. Yes. Could- and, and it's totally not going to happen again. Totally not going to happen again because it's according to the plot of what they choose the Avatar. It will. Doesn't that kind of like it also happened with Korra too? That Korra knew water bending so well, but it took her the other bending more time to develop. It depends on how they get born. It's also like the Avatar cycle, like before yep, and was the fire, right? It was um, I was his name uh, Roku. Roku, thank you. <laughs> the streaming service. <laughs> the Roku streaming service. <laughs> no, yeah, but and- then they're just having fun, and then all these elders come, led by Gyatso. Yes. And he goes, Aang, we need to talk to you. And they all have various silly facial hair, and there's a guy with a unibrow, and everything. And they're like, we have to tell you something very important. And so when do they gather exactly when we see the cadaver of me, um, uh, Teacher Gyatso right there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is very important. <laughs> and so they actually do tell him that he is the Avatar. And he goes, how do you know it's me? We have known you were the Avatar for some time. Do you remember these? And this guy, his name is Tashi, voiced by the man of a million, million projects, James Hong. Did you notice his voice right that's away? That voice on the familiar. The one that's the... He's I call him the dick monk mm-hmm. for what he does later. Uh, and he, he just looks like a dick. But it, yeah, it's James Hong. I can pick up on his voice very easily. He would later live uh, under uh, over at Laundromat. <laughs> and and make noodles with his panda son. Yes. <laughs> as Mr. Ping. As uh, you could say... Uh, and he had a lot of low pans to get the noodles very hot. Uh, yeah, because he, he, he was a, he was low pan in Big Trouble in Little China. Either way, James Hong is amazing. He's 94 years old, and he's still he's working just as hard as ever. Good for yep. him. And anyway, I'm rambling. But they're just like, do you remember these? And it's a bunch, and they're four toys. Mm-hmm. And Ann goes, these were some of my favorite toys when I was little. You chose them among thousands of toys, Aang. The toys you picked were the four Avatar relics. These items belong to Avatar past. You chose them because... Your you own past lives, them and Aang... past lives. Yeah, and Aang was just like, I just chose them because they seemed fun. And then he goes, you chose them because they were familiar. I don't know why it reminded me... Have you seen those videos on TikTok that the baby is choosing a different Pokemon? Oh, like a different stuff <laughs> from Harry Potter. They, they did this with every baby in the airbending temple. I was like, let's see what fucking toys they choose, and that will be the avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, we would have told you of your identity when you turned 16. There are troubling signs, though. 
Storm clouds are gathering. Uh, you see, see that? That's the title of the episode. It's a, <laughs> the entire thing is a metaphor. It's like, and then Gyatso does say, "We need you, Ang." And we know that these words haunt him. He keeps hearing, "We need you, Ang. Why weren't you there, Ang?" Mm-hmm. It's a very common thing. They beat you over the head with how many times they're like, "We need you, Ang." Hmm. And we need your then, help. <laughs> <laughs> then on the other side, we see the the crew is also having of uh, Zuko's ship is having a fire, and they're talking shit about Zuko, and they're like. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of taking his orders. I'm tired of chasing the avatar of his avatar. Who does he mm. think he is? And then Iroh just goes, you really want to know? Mm. I'll let you tell this one. Yeah, so Iroh's like, a, my nephew's a complicated young man. He has been through much. And then we see a flashback of we see Suko going to a war room. He's trying to get in, but the guards don't let him. And Suko's like, let me in. And Suko and Iroh's like, Prince Suko, what's wrong? I want to go into the war chamber, but the guard won't let me pass. You're not missing anything, trust me. The meetings are dreadfully boring. But if I'm going to rule the nation one day, do you think that I will start learning as much as I can? I was like, very well. But you promise not to speak. Those old folks are a bit sensitive, you know? Kind of like a, like the Republican Party. Okay, thank you, Uncle. Uh, oh, oh, and keep in mind, this is Zuko before he gets the scar. The scar. Mm-hmm. And his voice is noticeably a bit higher, so mm-hmm. he's very much younger, and he yes. has hair on his mm-hmm. head. That's not yes. just the ponytail. And we see uh, one of the generals, Bujing, the Yorkin, the defenses are concentrated here. A dangerous battalion of the strongest servants and fiercest warriors. So I'm recommending the 41st Division. And uh, another soldier, the 41st Division is entirely new recruits. How do you expect them to defeat a powerful air kingdom? And Bujing, I don't. We use as a distraction while we mount an attack from the rear. Was the better to use the spade as fresh meat? And Suko immediately was like, You cannot do a whole division as a sacrifice. Those soldiers love and defend our nation. How could you betray them? And and Iroh in the present, like Suko was right, but it was not his place to speak out, and there were dire consequences. As we see Annie Katara in the cave, and Katara's like, they were so upset that you were the avatar. You were upset that you were the avatar. Why wouldn't you be excited about it? And it's like, I didn't know how to feel about it. But I knew that when I found out, everything became changing. And I love that Ang's change is because he didn't get invited to play at the playground. Because I was like, uh, sorry, you're the chosen one slash Jesus of this story. You cannot play with us. You cannot sit yeah, with cause, us. Yeah, because not only did everybody... <laughs> master the air scooter they made a game out of it but they're like it's kind of unfair for whoever you play for since now that you're the avatar and he's like oh all right and you can have a funny moment yeah they even have a uh a funny moment they're like okay now who wants jinju on their team and he's just in the corner and he's like i'm like this what 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 is wrong with this guy i need the ancillary 300 page novel or what the fuck is going on with that guy before he died oh I get to correct myself. Uh, I was wrong. Pie Show was actually made for the show. It was Ooh. actually not a game before that. I said that a few episodes ago, so I would mm-hmm. like to correct that mistake. And I say this because Aang is playing Pie Show with Gyatso. 
And Gyatso, we see he's a bit of a trickster. He's a he's a bit or he's a bit mischievous, mm-hmm. which I think that's where Aang gets a little bit of his mischievous nature from. Yes. is from Gyatso, and he uses his air bending to put the uh, orange part of Aang's uh, uh, clothes cover his face. So then he switches the pie show peach uh, mm-hmm. pieces, and then Aang is like, "Hey!" and they're having a good laugh, and you can feel like. Gyatso really does care about yes. Aang as a person, especially with the scene that uh, follows afterwards. But you can tell that he is he's the parental figure in Aang's life. And every kid needs a parental figure in their life, whether well, it's like adopted or mm. just a friend or something. Kids, you don't know how important it is to have somebody to look up to. Well, it's also because he's bringing that thing from a lot of stories and films and books that a lot of teachers always want to bring the innocence of the chosen one before they know the reality and cruelty of the world that they have to defend. Yeah, and Aang is it's only really 12. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I completely understand Gyatso's mindset behind this. I think it's the right mindset. Mm-hmm. And then James Hong comes in and he just goes, you're playing games uh, he should be training, and he's just like, Aang has already had enough training for today, and he's mm-hmm. like, come with me, I must test you on some high-level techniques, and he goes, no, as long as I'm his guardian, I will decide when he trains, and when he gets his butt kicked at Pai Show. <laughs> so, so then they go over, or then it goes over, to the back to story. Iroh and Zuko, mm-hmm. and he goes, Iroh. after Zuko's mm-hmm. outburst in the meeting, the Fire Lord became very angry with him, he said the challenge against the general was an act of complete disrespect. See, that's the word. And there was only one way to resolve this. Agni Kai. Fire duel. Said, yeah. Yes, an Agni Kai. That's or right. Like, Zuko. Looked trial upon... by combat. <laughs> like Game of Thrones, bringing it back. <laughs> well, that's basically what it is. He goes, that's right. Zuko looked upon the old general he had insulted, declared that he was not afraid. But Zuko misunderstood, because when he turned to face his opponent, he was surprised to see it was not the general. Mm-hmm. Zuko had spoken out against the general's plan, but by doing so in the Fire Lord's war room, it was the Fire Lord whom he had disrespected, mm-hmm. and Zuko would have to deal with his father. And we see this immediately when Zuko just falls to the ground, and he's crying. And also he's scared. with the team that we still haven't seen the Fire Lord's face. We only have seen his back on his or his like um silhouette his body, his silhouette. Yeah, they build him up big time. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts back to Aang and uh Gyatso. And he goes, Then just when I was feeling better, something worse happened. And the two monks are speaking at the um um when they Tashi died. and Gyatso to the yeah. Unibrow guy. Uh, mm-hmm. his name is Pa Sang. And uh he goes, Aang needs to have freedom and fun. He needs to grow up as a normal boy. You cannot keep protecting him from his destiny. I know you mean well by letting your affection, but the boy is claiming your judgment. Well, like, then he is goes, the best for him? That is the line right there that cements Gyatso as a good guy. He's like, I want the best for him. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, no, we have to do what's best for the world. Mm-hmm. You and Aang must be separated. He'll be sent away to the Eastern Air Temple to complete his training. Mm-hmm. It's funny that they mentioned the Eastern Air Temple. Yes. As well. It's very funny that they mentioned that. 
but we see that Aang is watching them from up on the roof, so mm-hmm. he heard that. So he got his uh, Disney princess moment of running away. Oh yeah, he also like right. he's just like, how could they do that to me? They wanted to take away everything I knew and everyone I loved. He sort of activates the Avatar state a little bit, but how could like, they do this to me? I'm fed up with this world. <laughs> I said, <laughs> and then he immediately just goes, "Sorry, got me." Yeah, and, and goes, so you have the right to be angry after the monks sent you away, and he goes. It's not exactly what happened. Mm, that's not what happened. I was afraid and confused. I didn't know what to do. Yeah, um, so and as a lot of Disney princesses that they run away from the from their duties. He's flying away with Appa, but he's cutting the storm. Oh no. Gyatso went to check on to, him and he goes, I'm not gonna him. let them he goes, I'm not gonna let them take you away from me, Aang. Right? And he yeah. sees a scroll and he's like <gasps> And then is when we see Aang flying away with Appa in the storm and they get caught up in it. And so as we see that Aang lost control of Appa and so they're drowning in the water. So this is when in the Avatar state, he made the bubble and the bubble froze in the water. It became the iceberg. Yeah, it became the iceberg. Mm -hmm. So that's what made him frozen. And the sad line, he goes, I never saw Gyatso again. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing I knew, I woke up in your arms when you found me the iceberg. Mm-hmm. She goes, you ran away. And he goes, and the fire of the nation attacked our temple. My people needed me and I wasn't there to help. He's like, the world needed me and I wasn't there to help. Mm-hmm. Fisherman and was right. Was like, I know it was meant to be this way. The world needs you now. You give people hope. And she's just like, but she does bring up a good point. She's like, I think it was meant to be. Because if you had stayed, you probably would have been killed with all the others. And yeah, they give him hope. That's a very, <laughs> not only Katara line, but it does tie back. Because when Prince, it, we get the ending of Zuko's. Yes. When Prince Zuko saw that it was his father, he begged for mercy. And you hear him say, please, father, I only had the Fire Nation's best interest at heart. I'm sorry I spoke out of turn. And he goes, you will fight with honor. The Fire Lord, by the way, voiced by Luke Skywalker himself, Mark Hamill. Yes. That blew my mind when I first learned that. And he goes, and I also, meant you no res- disrespect. I am your loyal son. And also he was like, um, you will learn respect, boy. And then and your, your suffering will be your teacher. As as we see, we don't see how they happen, but we see Iroh turning away, not him looking, but we see... Oh, we see Zuko also. He's just... Tears are pouring down his face. He's like, I'm not going to fight you. I never noticed this is a fire duel. In that moment that you see Asula and the other general that are forgetting his name right now. Zhao. Yeah, you see Zhao and you just... Spoiled who's right next to sorry. Oh well. <laughs> but it's gonna look a little cameo. Yes. It's not a of big this spoiler. other girl that's like they're just like, oh okay. Mm-hmm. And he just goes, I looked away, and you just hear ah. mm-hmm. So his father is the one that gave him that scar. Yeah. That's really not very up. Star Wars at all. No. <laughs> then he goes, 
I always thought that Prince Zuko had a training accident. He goes, it was no accident. <laughs> After the duel, the Fire Lord said that by refusing to fight, Zuko had shown shameful weakness. That's another word that's uh, a theme in this episode is shame. Yeah. And as punishment, he was banished and sent to capture the Avatar. Only then can he return with his honor. Well, also, also because Elsa is a fucking asshole, he gave him an impossible task. Because before, isn't it technically in canon that Zuko was looking for the Avatar for like two years already? Before the start of the pilot? Three. A year, three years, thank you. And so, he gave him he, an he impossible sent him task. On, he sent him yeah. on a wild goose chase. Yes. And then, he's just like, so that's why he's so obsessed. Why mm -hmm. the Avatar is his white whale. Because it's the only thing for him to return home. Because for things to return to normal. <laughs> and he goes, I don't think it'll ever be normal again. But the important thing is, Avatar gives you go hope. So it mm -hmm. circles right back around. But then we get, please help. Because then it turns to Aang Katara. Fisherman's mm -hmm. wife is just like, they're still out in the storm. Um, uh, they, it's becoming a typhoon they're at, mm -hmm. at sea then i'm gonna find him i'm going with you i'm staying here <laughs> she, the way so casual how she said it and Angus said, we'll be back i promise and suko where where we hit i don't know look at that and suko's like the helmsman as we see that i uh, like with suko and lieutenant g are trying to climb the ladder trying to save a man and at the end they save him I love this sort kind of moment that Suku is not completely evil. He no. cares about his people. It He's not Captain Ahab. Character. Mm -hmm. He is not a Captain Ahab that will sacrifice everything to get his white whale. Because they yeah. see Aang and then they're like the Avatar. And they're like, what do you want to do? And he goes, let them go. Mm -hmm. We got to worry about the safety of everybody first. And we also see that there's some lightning that's hitting the ship. And Iroh redirects the lightning we see the funny aftermath of you know being struck by lightning. Yeah. Very funny that happens, right? It's yeah. A coincidence. And then Saka was like, oh, "We see Saka and the fisherman. I'm too young to die. I'm not, but I still don't. I don't want to though." And Ang, he shows up. He, he jumps on the on the on the boat, and he helps them. And but and then uh, Suko's like, "Uncle, I'm sorry. Your partner just said this is our." As we see that the fisherman's wife, she receives her her husband again. Oh, you're alive. Yo, this boy, an apology. He doesn't have to apologize. His Aang was like, what if we said for an apology, I'll give you a free fish and we call it even. And Aang, actually, I don't eat meat. Fisherman, fishing ain't meat. I love that. I, I love that. It, I got the I mean, it is true. You also missed the moment where it's the perfect storm moment where they get in the water and then yes. Avatar State uses the... Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah it makes some air bubble to get them out. So that's how they mm -hmm. got out. And then a very small moment that means a great deal was Aang, when Aang is looking back at Zuko and Zuko is mm -hmm. looking up at him that they don't realize that they're more similar, that they're they're almost the exact same in a way. Is there Ray and Kylo moment in The Last Jedi? When Essentially, they the it's the, again, it's the it's the light and dark where mm -hmm. but they look at each other. And they just realize—they don't realize that they're just—they're both just sad, guilty, and just shameful children. 
Yeah, because that's what, that's what they share. Because both of their upbringings is because was of shame and fear, and guilt. Yep, guilt mostly for Aang and shame and naivete for Zuko. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand that Zuko was thirteen at that time. Yes, and that's really messed up. Would you fight your thirteen-year-old child? No. Permanently scar them on their face? No, I'm not a monster. Yeah, and they're showing this to ch- they're showing this to actual kids. Yeah. The, my favorite shot also is when we see a little bit of Zuko before times, and mm-hmm. we see this shot of him smiling with both, like he was looking completely normal. When he had hope. Sh- when he had hope, and then now he's frowning, and he has the scar and everything. Mm-hmm. It's the same framing and everything. That is good visual storytelling. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then Appa gets them all wet. And, and it's, it's kind of weird that Mark Hamill is the voice of all science. He's the one that gave the scar. And it's also like in The Last Jedi that Luke Skywalker almost killed Kylo Ren because he was in fear of him going to the dark side to kill everyone else. Well, it wasn't done in fear in this It's time. like poetry here, it's, rhymes. Here, well, here it's cruelty. Well, also because Suko and Kylo Ren, they share a lot of similarities. Luke Skywalker, but uh, Fire Lord Ozai is more like the Emperor. I know. In a sense, but I'm saying where he's kind like of like a, it's of weird, bro, talking about the Star Wars. Yeah, it's very Star similar Wars. in the. Because they both have the hero's journey and everything. Mm-hmm. And it, that's cool. And uh, Zuko and the crew get into the middle, the eye of the storm. Yeah. Not the tiger. And now. You know, much like the metaphor, they've got it all out, mm-hmm. and they're they both have hope now, mm-hmm. and because it's been bottling up inside of them, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's the storm, man. In, that's imagine a, a what if when they're they're saving the boat and uh, Ang does the thing of the bubble to save all of them. Imagine if the bubble went bad. And the bubble got frozen, and then they wake up like 40 years later and they have to face an old Suko. Like a what if, an alternate timeline? That would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, this was uh, this was big because we got some backstory. We knew in the very beginning of the, this goes back all the way to the pilot mm-hmm. with Aang and the nightmares. And it didn't, in the last Airbender movie, it was I ran away from home. It was dumb, and I feel better now. As opposed to this, which is done very maturely. Yes. And, you know, everything, the storm metaphor Mm -hmm. is not that there is also a literal storm that they have to go through, but it's the storm of who they, it's an inner conflict for Mm -hmm. both our protagonist and antagonist. Mm -hmm. Which they usually just do it for the protagonist. I loved that they did it for the antagonist as well. Yes. To show that Zuko is not evil. He is more so a product of his surroundings. And yes. that it also introduced a little bit like there's more to him than you think. He's not he's a eye. complete he's <laughs> God damn it, Transformers. He's uh he is not a one dimensional character. Mm-hmm. Which I was used to one dimensional characters at this mm-hmm. time. Again, as a kid it's fine watching cartoons, but this was the first time I was like, okay, this is interesting. Because I always thought the bad guy was just just bad. Mm-hmm. You never and really also, learned why they were bad. And also, you know that this show is getting more mature, too, as well. 
and I really like this episode, like you said, because we know the backstories of our, of the villain and the hero, and it also made me care a little about Aang the first time I saw this show, the, this show because I'm like, honestly, I didn't give a fuck about Aang until I saw this episode. Yeah, I'm like now I was, get it. He he was your least he, favorite character. He has kind of like flaws. It's the thing. I don't like heroes that they're pure. That's one of my staples watching movies, TV shows, or whatever. I like heroes that have flaws. And so yeah, because if they the have most... no flaws, they're boring. They're really boring. And so people say that about Superman, but Superman actually does have flaws. He has a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, and and so um, also it's kind of like cool. Also showing you something that is foreshadowed later in the in the series that. Arrow is the one that cares the most about Zuko more than his own father. And it's kind of like endearing when you go into the future of the show that I'm like, I always consider Iroh the true father of Zuko. Everybody is. That's why we always call him Uncle Iroh. Yeah. He's the most beloved character in the entire show. It's also because he's written like Bobby from Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bobby. Oh, boy. <laughs> but yeah, this episode are, is amazing. You are, you are absolutely right. Yeah, this episode, uh, he, he gets a 10. It's a really good episode. I'm going to give this a 10 as well. This is the best episode of the first season, mm-hmm. for sure, because it's the most, I think it's the best written. I think it introduces, it introduces some much needed layers for our char- for our two main characters, mm-hmm. which they will build upon. It's good stepping stones. Yes. And it's it sets a good template for other characters as well. And it showed that this show it's not like other kids' shows. Mm-hmm. This is just this is the start of a good story. Yes. And it's also like bringing back to Star Wars, like I said, when we started this recap, I told you this feels like this was your Star Wars for a lot oh. of the generation. I'm not but it's the I'm telling like the Star Wars kind of feel. I have noticed that a lot of people see this show like something really special. So that's the thing that I have noticed. And it's also because like we said, going back to Joseph Campbell, it has really good storytelling. Even though the show has flaws, like a lot of storytelling the telling has. But this episode shows that this that they have a really big plan. And then when you get to that end game, it all comes together. Yeah, and um, so some facts. Let's just get through this. Uh, we got the continuity. Um, for a split second at the end of Aang's dream, there's a brief silhouette of Fire Lord Ozai. This nightmarish image of Ozai is first seen in Winter Solstice Part 2, Avatar Roku, where Aang learns about Sozin's Comet, and again in a later episode where he must confront his greatest fear. Uh it shows how Aang was trapped in the iceberg when he was found in the boy in the iceberg, which that's big. That's a good, big mystery. It reveals how Zuko got his scar and why he was banished from the fire nation. That's big. This is the first of three times in the series where Aang has continuous nightmares. Uh, During one of Aang's flashbacks to his life before being trapped in the iceberg, two airbenders are seen playing the Avatar's own version of rock, paper, scissors. The difference being that the four elements are used instead of the familiar stationary. 
In the three rounds seen playing, two hands forms were shown. A pound fist, later revealed to represent Earth, looked like a stop hand or eight trigram palm for Bagua Zhang, which is uh, Earth. It's seen again in an episode uh, when Aang and Sokka play it. And Earth beats fire. Um, in the in ancillary material, in the chapter, the decision of the rise of Kyoshi, Kyoshi destroys the clay turtle relic. And Avatar Yang Chen would later remind her to replace the turtle for the next air avatar, meaning it was replaced at some point between uh, certain things. But uh, yeah, there's a big clay turtle relic in there. Very funny. Uh, this is Michael Dante DiMartino's third favorite episode because of how the story goes deep into both Aang and Zuko's pasts. This is the first time we see Zuko crying. That's a good point. Uh, when the gang and the fishermen are struggling in the storm, a strange white blob flashes onto the background. And when Aang asks Gyatso if the council might have made a mistake when they said he was the Avatar, Gyatso says that the only mistake they made was telling you before you turned 16. Avatars are not made aware before they're 16. And, uh, which makes sense because later in the series, they do the same thing with another Avatar. Um, this is the first time Aang goes into the Avatar state twice in the same episode. Um, we see a lot of spectators in the Agni Kai are shown wearing green, blue, and yellow, which is unusual seeing that they are Fire Nation. Uh, the Storm is a title that has many meanings. This one has at least three. It refers to the actual storm in which the characters get caught, to the reasons for Aang's stormy feelings of guilt and shame, and to Zuko's stormy history of how and why he was banished. Uh, let's see. Oh, the clay turtle is one of the toys that Aang has, along with a string powered propeller, a wooden hog monkey, and a wooden hand drum. It's uh, This method is akin to the one used in determining the next uh, Toku Lama in Tibetan Buddhism because they do the whole reincarnation thing, right? So they, I guess they did it from there. And... Uh, the watermelon that Katara, you know, that one had a swishing noise, resembles the merchants of China in the early 1900s who would try to make their melons sound heavier by injecting them with foul water from a river or one of the creeks. So to make them sound more juicy than they actually were. Uh, according to Dante Bosco's interview in Great Big Story, the Agni Kai flashback is a reference to the Luke and Vader duel in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, ironically, <laughs> it was Zuko who puts in Luke Skywalker's situation while the villain, <laughs> played by Luke Skywalker himself. And it's, it's like poetry, it rhymes. Yeah, and Dante said it was the most surreal moment of his career. <laughs> so yeah, uh, 10 out of 10. Yeah, really good episode. So until then, you know what? The next episode's also pretty good. Because it adds some more layers, especially with our hero and villain. Ooh. In a small way. Uh, if you look up what that is. Mm -hmm. But until then, where can the good people find you? 
You can find me as always at RobertRDC on Twitter, Instagram, and on Letterboxd at RDC. Please follow the podcast and SYNS pod on Twitter. Give us a good review on Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor, and the other ones saying you believe. Yes, you can follow me on Twitter and mas- and Letterboxd at MasterofPuns196. Every word starts with a capital letter. And you can also follow me on Instagram at BillyBatsonsLightning. Nothing starts with a capital letter. And you can also listen or you can also follow our Twitter, our podcast Twitter at SYNSPod, as well as uh, give us a five star and just write a review on Apple. Listen to us on Google, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, wherever podcasts are listened to. And as always, see you next summer. My coverage is done, 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 done.